to you in peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. From beautiful Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, my name is Sean Smith, and on behalf of myself and my beautiful wife, Don Maurice, hello. Welcome to Now is the Time. It is my privilege to welcome to the Mobile Pro Podcast booth stove crew number two, Numero Dos, working here in Santa Tomas and Buena Vista, uh, recording here at the exquisite Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala. I'm going to have the crew introduce themselves, starting with Bill. Hi, I am Bella Blaise. I am from Santa Clara, California. Uh, hello, my name is Kim Nowlin, and I'm from San Jose, California. And I'm Carmen Bliss, also from Santa Clara, California. I'm Olivia Nowlin, and I'm from Santa, San Jose, California. Ladies, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Bella, have you ever been on a podcast before? Nope. Do you know what it is? Well, I got told it's where you get asked questions. Yes, it's true. <laughs> You will be asked questions, and that's where you get to answer questions. So my first question is, uh, what do you think of Guatemala so far? You've never been here before yesterday. So it's really nice because you get to hang out with the people that are here, and you really get to connect with them. And some of them are really sweet. So I had this one girl go up to me and give me a hug. And she was there with me, wanted to hold my hand while we were walking down the street. And it's just so nice because everyone is so loving here and everybody like knows you now and wants to hang out with you and all the kids, they just want to be with you and spend time and hang out. So you felt very welcomed. Yes. Yes. Great. Other first timers, your mom, Carmen, what, what's your impression of Guatemala so far? Also, well, and you know, coming just straight from the airport, my parents are from Mexico, like we had talked before. And so Guatemala reminds me a lot of that, of right. Mexico. And even the little towns and where we're at today, uh, San Tomas, the, the streets and the houses, and, and also how welcoming and warm the people are. So you tend to find in the little villages and, the little, and little towns where people maybe don't have as much. They're so just grateful for, for the relationships they have and the little that they do have. And you could tell right away that they're so grateful for the work that you, that you do with them. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they've had a history with, with the program, and you can tell right away that they are very grateful. We had a great welcoming with the kids and the dancing, and that just, you know, touched my heart. And it, like Bella said, people are just naturally just loving, like they've known you for a long time. You know, and, you know, I have the advantage of speaking Spanish, so mm-hmm. then I can talk to all the moms. At one point, we got left behind because we were talking to the moms <laughs> in the backyard. So, you know, having that extra connection with people has really made it very special. And we're only on day one, so I don't even want to know what it's going to be day mm-hmm. on day five. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to be family, <laughs> you yes. know? So, yes. yes. That's great. That's great. What would it feel like coming back? This same village you worked in last year, right? Yeah, um, I think we might have gone here the year before, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think Guatemala is such a special place, and I come, <laughs> and I look forward to coming back every year. It's like the highlight of my year, to be honest. Um, I love the people. I love the children. They're so fun to play with, and they interact with you so lovingly, and I don't know, it just has like a place in my heart, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess I feel the same way as my daughter. It's like, it is. It's the highlight of our year. Um, It's something that, for one reason, that we do together. 
It's just her and I. Um, her dad and brother are welcome to come with us, but secretly I'm glad they don't. Because, <laughs> just because it's just yeah. something that we... It, we do together to come here and serve together, mm. and um, I just look forward to the time. But Guatemala, like, every time you, we start driving, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's just so beautiful. Like, the country itself. Um, you guys have all talked about the people, but also just the country is just so beautiful and coming here. And then, and then of course, with the people, you guys have all said it so, so beautifully, like doing our stove today and how grateful that they are and how open and loving we got a big do you see that big basket of bananas i did downstairs yeah, that was yeah. From, and we tried to only take a little she bit she insisted we take the basket itself yes too. everything because wow. we had an extra bag and we're like we can put the bananas in the bag and she said no take it all huge this giant bunch yes. of bananas yes i mean this thing has got to be two feet across right I yeah mean, no it's big huge basket yeah so it's just yeah, it's it's like coming home. Mm. I, it, it is like I said that getting off the bus uh, when we got to the hotel yesterday. I'm like, oh, we're home. It's like mm-hmm. it just it feels like it just feels like home. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of uh, coming back, so today was day one. We learned a little bit about Corazon de los Niños. Did you learn anything new? To, I learned something new today. Did you guys learn anything new today about the project, about Corazon de los Niños, about uh, Santa Tomas and the work that they do there? Anything strike a bell to either of you? Something you didn't know that they did? It's such a, a huge project, uh, Corazon de los Niños. They have they, have, they do so much different work in these communities. But uh, anything, did you learn anything today? Well, I didn't know that they had 930 children in their program. Families. Oh, families, yeah. That's like, that's a lot of people. I thought it was like, like oh, just like a few local villages, like one or two or something like that. But I thought there'd be like at least like 50 families, but like I had no idea that it was 930. Yeah. For me... When they were introducing the staff and there was a psychologist oh, on staff, really I was, re- and I don't know if that had been mentioned before, I don't remember it, I was blown away by that. I think it's such an important piece, mm. um, especially with some situations where, where you've said that it's, it's sad situations, it's a hard life, and to actually address that, especially with the children, we have no idea what they've been a part of what they've seen or what's happened to them and to address that I just that's a gift um, that they're able to come to this center and and have their physical needs met but also their emotional needs met so that part for me was just really mm-hmm. really amazing to find out that they that they offered that that they do that Carmen you are a translator today sorry we didn't give you any notice on that but I think you did put in your registration happy to translate I did I did <laughs> she did a lot of translating today she was amazing uh, and there were several moments where you were translating, you were listening, you were translating, you paused, and you said, oh my gosh, this is so great. I, I can't wait to tell you guys what she just told me. Uh, do you remember what some of those moments were? What, what were some of the things that struck you about uh, this organization and Lillian and her team? I think, um, I think I mean, all of it is pretty empowering and amazing to just hear what they're doing. Um, but I think for me, some of the aha moments, I call them aha moments, um, were when they talked about having the workshops 
for the preteens mm-hmm. um, and the things that they talk about there that maybe they're not able to talk about anywhere else. They also do the workshops with the women, so really empowering women to maybe learn a skill that they're able to take back home and do and maybe start a little business, so the whole co-opt. Um, my favorite, though, was when she talked about La Feria de los Sueños. I'd never heard about I this know. before. So she talked that about, was amazing. She talked about how the school children, at the end of the year, if they have good grades... Uh, they're invited to something called La Feria de los Sueños, which is the Fair of the Dreams. And they each, by this time, have shared what they want to be when they grow up. So the kids have set long-term, short-term goals. And and so they've shared what they want to be when they grow up. And they focus on that, you know, on, on making that dream possibly come true for these kids. And so she talked about how one of them wanted to be a doctor. And they had were able to invite local doctors to kind of uh, have a station there where they talk about what they do and maybe show them a little bit what they do and have the kids participate in that. And then she said at the end that they gave them a gift. Uh, each child received a gift before they left um, that had to do with their dream job. And so it just amazed me that, you know, that they're, they can do that much, that they're doing that much. This is such an incentive for them yes. to get Good grades. If they get good grades, they get invited to the special event. It's only if they make certain grades. And uh, and then at the special event, they get to meet people who are doing their dream job. And they get to interact with them and learn more about that. And then they get a gift to remember that experience. So it creates this incentive to study harder. Because she said they all want to come to this, mm-hmm. right? They want to attend this she did say that. special festival. And... You know, education is one of the core uh, focuses of this um, organization is the health care and the education and uh, what's the other? The The nutrition one. Yeah, like the the nutrition. Kind of well-being. The well-being. That was the word you were looking for. I was looking looking for it today and I I found it now. Well-being. Alimentacion or whatever it is. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, so those three areas, so education is a huge, you know, pillar of, mm-hmm. of that, you know, three-legged stool that they that supports the entire organization. And to have that as an extra incentive, in addition to all the tutoring services and all the help that they give the kids trying to keep in school, the extra incentive, I, I just, I was blown away by that, too. Well, that, what struck me about that, um, I know we're talking about, the like, the grades, and it's an incentive for that, but the fact that they're giving these children the opportunity to dream mm-hmm. yes. to me that was like ah, good grades it's like <laughs> i mean that's the way they get to you know to give them the incentive but that they actually get to you know think about more than where they are mm-hmm. that what they you know just to dream and mm. my impression of being here you know my third year that that's not something that's encouraged or not even on the radar i don't encourage isn't even the right word it's just not a fact of the life here it's like you you come and you you know you're it's just day in day out and this is your life and it's really probably not going to change much from beginning to end right right so to put that component in there to say we want you to want to to dream for more for your life Mm -hmm. and what is it you if you could do anything i think that's huge amen it's huge 
Bella, you have an awesome story. You not only would you not be here, but that lady sitting across the street, across the table from you, your mom would not be here. She told me this morning, she would not be here if it wasn't for you. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, so after being in Miss Nice's class, and she used to tell me, "We're going to Guatemala. Try to convince your mom to come." Because. <laughs> I really wanted to go, and I kept telling her and telling her and bringing in donations, and she would always thank me, and she was like, maybe you should come this time. And I tried to tell my mom, and she's like, maybe next year. So I asked her next year. She's like, maybe next year. And then I asked her the next year. And then she said, maybe next year. So finally, we got to come, and then we're here. So... <laughs> <laughs> So we actually got to come, and it's been a really good experience so far. So I'm glad we came, and I'm glad she agreed. <laughs> we are, too. And it was because of you. It was because of your faith and your persistence. Right, Mom? Absolutely, yes. And there was also, you know, she also took some responsibility on, um, sorry, I'm getting all teary, um, on raising some money. So Bella has a little recycling business that she has at her house, and she collects recycling from some of our neighbors and some of the business owners that we know around our area, and she sorts it, and um, this time, as she was collecting for Guatemala, she wanted to herself go shopping and be able to bring back some stuff for the kids. So, yeah, it was that. It was, it was her being very pers persistent about that she wanted to do this, and then, you know, then she added the whole, well, I can raise money, right? And so, you know, what do you, what do you say to a 10-year-old that says, I want to go serve, mm -hmm. you know, because the Lord is calling me, and I want and, and, and to help do it. So let's do it. Same. Do tell, Kim. It's, that's how we, I think the first podcast we did with you, we mentioned this story, mm -hmm. Olivia. I mean, I was one of those people, I'm associated with the church and the school, so I saw you every year and was, yeah, one of these days. Because <laughs> I had been here Someday. before. Someday. Mm -hmm. I had been here before with our church, but just a different organization back in the last century, 1999. And so, um, and I loved the, I always wanted to come back, <clears throat> excuse me, but then I got married and had my children and life. But then Olivia is also at the school uh, where... Mrs. Nice yes. teaches, and uh, <laughs> it's our church, and so she also just was very inspired by that and wanted to come and wanted to come, and same thing, Bella. I was like, okay, next year, or maybe, and I kept wanting her whole family to come, and it just wasn't happening, and I'm like, wait a minute. We both want to go. Let's just go, and so, but it is. As a mom, it's just such a blessing to know that your, your child you know, wants to do this, is wanting to come and serve and to think outside of their own life and out of the outside of their selves um, to think of others. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, can't, like you said, how can you deny that? You just, you can't. There's, you can't deny that. Olivia, why did you want to come? Do you remember a long time ago, three years ago, <laughs> why, why did you want to come here? I wanted to come here because, well, I, 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 I like doing mission work a lot. Like, it's something that I actually, like, when I get older, I want to do something with that. Like, I want to do something, like, later in my life with, like, YWAM, like, Youth with a Mission. That's, like, really cool. I don't know. It's just a... I just wanted to experience it, like, firsthand. Like, being able to love on people, like, from another country that maybe they don't know God. Maybe they do. I don't know. It's just... I just really wanted to do it. And, like, what Bella said, 
Mrs. Nice's class. <laughs> um, she was always talking about it, and, like, it, like, I don't know, something in me sparked, and I was like, oh, I want to go do that. Like, that, that seems like a good experience, like, going to go help those people. She has said she would like to live down here. Mm, really? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know how that would work, but I really want to, like, live down here. Like, even if it's just for, like, a little bit, mm -hmm. I really want to live down here. Nick did that. You know, Nick oh, that's lived right. here for six months. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. We've had others who, Annalisa Simmer, who may make an appearance uh, later this week. She, She's a full-time missionary. She came here. Lived and worked for several years. Now is married, having her first baby next month. Oh, yeah. yeah, we met her the first year we were here. Yep, yep. So yeah, it's happened. Well, but we've had several people come for several months, you know, at a time to live here and help and serve. And so hmm. with God, all things are possible. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> you're mothers and daughters. And I speak to a lot of potential parents just like you who tell me, you know, I'd love to do that, but Guatemala is dangerous. Isn't it really dangerous? Like, I'm just, I, I don't think I could ever take my child to a developing country. You've done it. <clears throat> what would you say to these parents who um, have these concerns, legitimate concerns? Mm -hmm. I think I started off like that, you know, when she asked and she was young, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, she's kind of young, you know, can be dangerous. You know, that was kind of one of the reasons or one of the stuff that, one of the things that came up in my mind as a mom, you know. Um, I think, you know, now being here, I, I think that uh, the program does a really good job of keeping us safe. You know, having, making sure that there's transportation for us as the minute we get out of the airport, making sure there's somebody there waiting for us. Um, you know, making sure that we, we have a place like the hotel is all ours. You know, there's yep. nobody else that's coming in here. You know, you can trust that everybody's okay here, right? Um, making sure that we're not going out late at night, um, that we're in a group. You know, Kim told me today, I hope you don't feel like I'm your mom, but I'm going to be looking for you. You're on my team. And I'm like, no, we're teammates. So you should look for me, and I'm going to look for you, okay? Right. Let's make sure we're all together. And that's part of, I think that's part of making me feel, like, safe here. Right. You know, um, and, make, make, and, and making sure that, you know, Bella is safe. So that has really helped for me, really reinforced um, the feeling safe here, that it's okay, that we're really doing something great and it's going to be okay. Mm. Yeah, I would just add to that um, what you said about the program. Like you have this set up for safety. It's the number one concern. Uh, not concerned, but, it, you know, just the number one thing. is Priority. That, priority, thank for, you. For us as yeah. leaders. Yeah. Yes, it's the number one priority. And I think, too, what might work against you uh, is people's uh, perception of mission trips, that I will be in the, the bush of, you know, we'll be sleeping out in the forests of, you know, Guatemala, and um, there's not going to be any running water, and they'll be, yeah. you'll be sleeping on the ground, and, and we, and so that's, and that, Maybe some people do do that for mission work, but the way that you have set this up, we're very protected, but we're also very well taken care of. Like, you understand that we'll be doing hard work all day, and it's important that we are able to rest and, and safety and in a nice, a nice place. We have and, great meals. And good food, <laughs> right? Um, the only mission trip that you come back gaining weight, <laughs> for sure, today only. So... 
for me, um, and the times that you visited our church, and I know that you explained that, um, mm-hmm. and anytime with individual talks too, like this is how we do it. It's not how a lot of mission trips are run. Right. And so, you know, again, to bring a child, that makes you just feel so much, you know, safer. And I, honestly, I hope this doesn't sound too religious but or Christian, but it's, you know, the Christian talk. But honestly... I do get fearful. I did the first year that we came, and my fears can sometimes overtake me. But a couple of things with that. I don't want fear to stop me from experiencing what God has for me or for Olivia. Mm-hmm. And so I always kind of dial it back, and it's like, you know what? The United States, I, I mean, I'm not going to tell a story now, but I have a story. I actually you know, was a victim of a crime in the nicest area of San Jose. Mm-hmm. So it can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like... A, a, and not that we should be unwise or to, but I, don't, I just don't want to live my life in fear. And know that God, God's got my days numbered. And so I just want to go and do what he's called me to do and let him take care of, of the future. You know, that's, that helps me to, to do these things, too, to step out of my comfort zone. It's just to, you know, I don't want fears to, to overtake me. I do know you guys have been doing this for a long time, and I know that you've never had any major issue. Right. And I know when I talk to Mrs. Nice and Mr. Nice about coming finally, that that's something they've reinforced. You know, we've been going for a long time. We've been doing this for a long time. Just, With their it, kids. It just kind of felt like, you know, uh, yeah, just, yeah, it just mm-hmm. felt really reinforced and safe, you know, that mm-hmm. it would be okay. Like, we've been doing it for a long time. We haven't had anything happen. And now that I'm here, I can see that. You know, mm. things are very taken care of. Things are ready. Things are, you know, we're not just hanging out and waiting for people to maybe come. You know, we're we're working. We're mm-hmm. doing stuff. We're, you know, staying close. We're making sure everybody's together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah. That's that's great to hear um, because we we have worked very hard. You know, it's most obvious. most missions. Um, they don't make it possible for kids Mm-mm. like you guys Not to come because it's really hard. <laughs> it's hard to keep people safe. It's hard to find projects that families can do together. Yeah. That I mean, you worked on the stove today, right? Bella? Yes. And you had a part. What, what did you do on the stove today? Well, I helped place some of the blocks, and I helped put some ash in some areas. I helped hold some stuff. I put some wedges in to uh, make it level. Right. Um, I, yeah, and I watched (laughs) to make sure we do it right. Yeah, you're learning about it, but you were really, on day one, I mean, you'd never seen one of these stoves before other than in a picture. Mm -hmm. You're already actively participating. It's not like, oh, we're going to have the kids go play over there and have, like, somebody supervise them and play games. You guys are really in there doing mission work. Yeah, no. today she was really a learning day for her, really watching what 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 everybody else was doing that she's able to go in there tomorrow. She's very interested in being able to physically help do right. these things. Right. Well, basically, at one point, I took out my little leader packet and said, here, just... <laughs> You just take over, Bella. Let me get the phone for you. Hand over the phone. I just give you the phone. You've got me beat on this. But seriously, you have two crew, two crew leaders already for for uh, a Margaret. Already going to throw you out there, Carmen, for sure. And you in a few years. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for um, 
for our next few days together. I think we've got a good team because I was so nervous being a crew leader for the first time. And (laughs) it couldn't have been better to have these two and, of course, my daughter. Okay. Because she's she's the... She's a pro now at all of this. So she is. To ha- she years. is. To have this team has just been like a blessing, you know. Um, and we have only done one stove, and yes. it's all right. But I can tell that, you know, seeing it just proves God, He knows what He's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, places, places people together. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing is by accident. Nothing is exactly. just because. Yeah. Exactly. I know that uh, you had a lot of support, supporters, people who uh, back home uh, helped you to get here. Do you have any words you'd like to share with them? Are you going to cry? No. I'm <laughs> waiting for you to say something. Um, well, for us, um, my brother is just the most generous man that that I know, for real. He suffers from Crohn's disease and type 1 diabetes. Um, He works really hard for his family. Um, He's done very well for himself, and he's very selfless and and, and giving. I just I love him, and he's so good with resources. Um, So he works for Merrill Lynch, and Mm. they have a matching program, Mm. and they match 100%. And so um, my dad, I have to, um, my dad also contributed a, a large amount like I was getting ready to fundraise I'm like oh we gotta get the money and you know, it's that one thing in the back of your head oh what if we don't have enough and so my dad's like oh he just writes a check and so that was great but then my brother called and was like and I didn't think he would give this year or at least not how he is in the past because his daughter is going to Costa Rica on mm-hmm. a trip so I'm like okay he's like no well what's the balance for each, for you guys together and I gave him the number and he goes okay so he gives half and Merrill Lynch donates the other half. So um, I'm just really grateful, you know, that our families um, see the vision of this, that they've heard us talk about it, and they understand how important it is, um, not just to us, but to these people. And, you know, we go back and tell them all the stories and and everything. So we were just really, really blessed by by our family in that way. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we, you know, Bella and I are too. I mean, the same thing with us. My, um, when we told, you know, Bella's dad, my husband, that we wanted to come, he said, "We, you know, we'll do whatever you need to do. You know, we'll figure it out. Let's let's do it." You know, he wanted to make sure that this is something we were gonna do, and so um, he funded us. <laughs> mm. Google also does uh, yeah. matching, so he they, he found funded both of us, and then. Bella and I really focused on getting donations for clothing, you know, new mm-hmm. stuff for the kids to bring because that's something that we really wanted to right. be part of this year, especially because we were going to be here. We've always helped out with donations. We've always brought stuff to the school. But this year for us, it was so personal because we were coming. Mm. You know, we almost like as I'm packing and visioning, like, who it's going to go yes. to. You know, when I never really thought. I mean, I did, but but it was so just so personal. And so we got, you know, I have a big mom support group at school uh, with Bella's uh, classmates. And then I also have, we also have a great group of moms and Bella's softball team. So the minute people started hearing, especially moms, started hearing that we needed underwear, socks, and shoes for the kids in Guatemala, I didn't even have to advertise it anymore. 
just mm. between them, they were talking about it. And then all of a sudden, I was getting texts about, when can I drop off stuff? What do you need? Send me a list. Mm. And, and we were, the last two weeks, trying to meet up with people to gather things, or they would come drop off. If we weren't home, they would leave it in front of our door, and we would... You know, so we were, yeah, we were very lucky with donations, with a lot of new stuff, because that's something that I really wanted to try and bring a lot of new things for the kids. Praise God. Can, can we just add on to that? Can she tell the story at the airport? Did you hear about what happened with her bags at the airport? So it, it's, I don't think so. It has to do with donations. Sure. So, so because <clears throat> we had worked so hard on getting some new stuff for the kids, and, you know, my heart, I, I, I taught for a while, and... And my heart is with the kids. I feel like that's what God wants me to do, whatever he wants me to do, mission or teaching or being home with my girls. I feel like my heart is always with the kids. Um, so, of course, I took it, you know, these are my things for the kids. And so the, the security guy at the, at the luggage place started asking me, you know, are these things new or is everything new? So we're not supposed to say that they're new, right? So I'm like, well, you know, I have mostly used donations. I do have a couple of new things that I'm going to give out. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and, and I could see that maybe he was going to ask me more, and I kind of walked away on purpose. And, you know, my bags were already coming out of the belt on Bella's side, so I walked away. I told Kim later, <laughs> I'm like, you might have had to pull me out, out, out of jail there, bail me out. And she was like, why? And I'm like, I would have yeah. fought that guy. <laughs> for my kids because then it became my kids right and she's like oh really and I'm like yeah it would have been bad I would have been like what are you thinking these are for the kids you know in you know. Espanol in yeah. his own language I'm going to tell you off in your own language yes. I'm like are you really going to give me a hard time about this you know? but I'm glad that he didn't because I would have ended up in jail my first day in Guatemala and my husband would have been really upset <laughs> Oh, but I would have fought. Yes, I would have fought for my donations. <laughs> great story. Any final thoughts, Olivia? Not really. If we're still talking about the the who like helped us fund. Yeah, mm -hmm. funding or just supporters in general. Well, I have a lot of friends at school. They're like what my mom was like. They always say, "Oh, we'll come this year. We'll come next year." I. They actually, like, they really want to come. I have a few friends that want to come next year. Mm. So that's really cool. And, yeah, they're they're very supportive. I have friends that are like, yeah, like, we're all going to move to Guatemala one day. <laughs> like, the way you talk about it, like, clearly this is a pretty special place. Like, mm. they all want to come experience it for themselves. And clearly you've had a profound influence on them mm. if they're like, okay, we're going yes. to live, live in Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, like, like, sometimes, like, I'll just like bring it up like it'll be like the middle of like I don't know January and I'll be like I'm going to Guatemala in like six months and I'll be like oh okay like tell us more about this like that's interesting yeah, so, yeah. it's super cool it is super cool and you all are super cool <laughs> we uh we're so grateful to all of your supporters everyone listening here who helped send you and sent donations that you were willing to fight over mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you know we can't we can't do this without all of you sitting around this table and all of you listening to my voice we we can't we just couldn't do this and uh, we're so grateful that uh, they did send you and and maybe 
didn't send somebody else because uh, you all are awesome. And it's truly a privilege. On behalf of Dom Reese and myself and all of the ladies that you met, the mm -hmm. volunteers yes. and the Corazon de los Niños and, and Directora Lillian, oh, the director, and, uh, and all of our leaders. Uh, we, we give you thanks for your service to our Lord and to his children here in Guatemala. And thanks for sharing your stories on the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So that's all the time we have for now from Antigua, Guatemala. If you'd like more information about our mission, team photos, audio podcasts, blog posts, or even YouTube videos, visit our mission website at nowisthetimeformissions.com. That's nowisthetimeformissions.com. And until next time, this is Sean Smith saying Dios te bendiga. May God bless you. Vaya con Dios. Go with God. Pero no inmediatamente.